Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 sola, yo, 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 sola, yo, 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 I'm alone, yo, 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 hi, hi, it's just us, it's just you and me, yep, you and me, Jamie and Frank are doing their thing, and it's just your girl Rachel La Loca here for now, it's Latinos Out Loud, that's right. You're in the right place. It's just us. It's intimate today, people. I miss Jamie and Frank, but hey, everybody's doing the thing thing and we got to keep this ball rolling, people. Okay, it's going to be a great show. Get comfortable. Are you in your car? Like recline the seat a little bit. Why are you so close? You're too close to the airbag anyway. You know what I mean? Um, okay, we have a great show. You guys, you know, I love podcasts right? Like, what would I be if I came on the Latinos Out Loud podcast as the host and said, I I did not like podcasts. Duh, I love podcasts. Feel me on this. If you look at my podcast playlist, you will see a variety of shows and genres and be like, wow, this girl's into a lot. Yes, she is. I am me. I'm into so many different kinds of podcasts because, well, one, I'm exposed to such greatness just having a network of fellow podcast friends, my podcast posse, if you will. And secondly, I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but here you go, beep, beep, toot, toot, honk, honk. I am part of the IADAS, the International Academy of Digital Arts and Sciences, and I'm a Webby judge. So I was exposed to, as a Webby judge, so many amazing podcasts. And when I stumble across this greatness, this audio gold, if you will, I feel the need to share. I want to share in this pot of gold that I just stumbled across, you know, in my travels. And I want everybody to listen in because podcasting, as you know, is booming. I mean, how many podcasts do you listen to? Five, 10, 15, 30, 100. It's great. and. Our guests today are two Latinas from a Latina-owned podcast production company called Studio Ochenta. And I'm going to say this about uh, what Studio Ochenta is doing. In what I think is uh, what some may consider a one-dimensional space, that being audible, audio, you know, this platform that we're on right now, if you are creative, if you have the guts, You can make this not so much of a linear platform. Really, the sky's the limit. The podcast palette is so blank right now. And there's a call for artists everywhere across the world. Are you an artist? Because pick up a paintbrush, baby. We're painting this thing Bob Ross style. We're not going to stop. It's like a sipping paint, you know? Grab your drink of choice and let's start painting because the podcast palette is open for business. I want to read a little bit about Studio Ochenta and just so you can just share in the excitement that I had when I set up to interview these two amazing Latinas. So this new podcast that we're going to talk about on the show today, it's called Adventure in Atacama, and it's a choose your own adventure podcast. Do you see what I'm saying? It's there's there's levels to this man, like seriously, literally. (laughs) 
<laughs> and figuratively. These are the same people behind the Miha podcast. So look into that too, Miha, M-I-J-A. So Adventure in Atacama is a thrilling, hilarious adventure that is fun for the whole family. The show is currently available in English and Spanish. And since they launched uh, a little while ago, a few weeks ago, they've already reached the top 30 for comedy fiction podcasts in the U.S. and Canada and top 20 in Mexico. Their cast is phenomenal. There's a great amount of, of writing and creativity in these scripts and in what you hear in the shows. The production is outstanding and it's fully independent. It's fully indie. So we got to clap it up for these Latinas real loud and real proud. So without further ado, please check out this interview that I conducted with Lori Martinez and Maru Lombardo of Studio Ochenta. you guys this is the part of the show here at latinos out loud where we interview fill in the blank you know i say it every week i know i say it but i mean it gosh darn it this is the part of the show where we interview someone in this case someone's amazing and in this case her amazings i'm so excited to introduce fellow podcast producers fellow creatives please one time put your hands in the air for maru lombardo and Lori martinez of studio 80 usually i have jamie and frank here that provide a lot of like background noises so i'm gonna do it for them ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, 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 ooh. yay how was that i, I was trying to be three people <laughs> it <was fun. laughs> i oh believe it <laughs> right and maybe next time i should do some like differentiating in my voice like where you know i could sound deep like them but you know what this there's just a lot of estrogen here right now and i'm feeling that um it's kind of nice to be sans testosterone on the mic for once here at latinos out loud uh maru and laurie welcome it's really nice to have you and you guys are here from like international places please tell us where are you where in the world yeah i'm in paris france Hi, Rachel. It's so good to be here. I'm based in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, but as I was saying before, I'm actually Argentinian and Lori is the actual Colombian, Colombian <laughs> one. Yeah. So there's a game of like switcheroo happening here. I like it. Yeah. It's kind of like the choose your own adventure podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> the, the audience can choose who's who and where they should be. Um, <laughs> Which we'll get into adventure in Atacama because I love it, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I was like nerding out listening because the use of audio effects and the dramatization and just how Latino <laughs> it is. Well, we're going to get into it. I would like to start from like the bare bones foundation. Please tell everyone, our listeners, about Studio Ochenta. Uh, you guys are founders and, and pioneers. So I'd love for you to tell everybody about what you do. Lori, yeah. mighty queen, please <laughs> go. Oh, Maru, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I am the founder of Studio Chenta. I am originally from Queens, New York. And I, yeah. And then I started Studio Chenta after moving to Paris, France. Um, I wanted to produce shows that basically represented all the cultures that I love. And having grown up Colombian American, I obviously wanted to make content in Spanish and English. And now in France, I make stuff in French. And in the last three years, we've grown to represent up to 27 languages and cultures across all of our shows. And I'm super excited to talk about this show that we have that Maru led 
immediately th this other queen right here that she led the writing on uh, Adventure in Atacama. I just want to say that I'm Lori's first hire on Studio Chinta. So yeah. I'm really, really proud when you say, Rachel, that we founded Studio Chinta. Like, it's not actually true, but I felt like, wow, I really felt that like in my heart, I was like... <laughs> Lori considered me for like the first steps of the company. She's, um, she's the OG. Yeah. She's the, my my real one. She's my I, right hand girl. Right yeah. on die, Maru. son. Right, <laughs> right there. Die. Right there. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I brought Maru to New York recently so that yes. she could get to know my old neighborhood and everything. It was the first time we met after COVID, and um, we had worked remotely entirely throughout the entire time that she's been at Ochenta, and then we met for the first time in New York last year, and it was so so fun. Wow. And that's really yeah. taking it back to home base mm -hmm. and really getting to know somebody by showing them the old stomping grounds. That's really yeah. how you know who's at the core. When it's like, <laughs> yeah. yo, let me take it to my old neighborhood. And then they're like, yo, what up, Smokey? How you doing? <laughs> like, how do you know that man selling cigarettes on the corner? That's Smokey. Everybody knows Smokey. You know, like, that's how you really find out who somebody is. <laughs> For sure. For yeah. sure. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you kind of teased it a little, Laurie. Maru, tell us about Adventure in Atacama. Okay, so Adventure in Atacama, as you mentioned, uh, Rachel, is a choose-your-own-adventure type of fiction, comedy fiction podcast that we wrote originally in Spanish. It's a full, full Latino show, and it's also translated full into English in another feed, which is called Adventure in Atacama. And the fact that it's translated, of course, doesn't doesn't mean that it doesn't have like a full Latino presence to it. It's full Spanglish. It has like characters that are from from Mexico and from uh, Mexican American backgrounds, right as well. Uh, so it's it still keeps like the full Latino spirit to it. And basically, the deal with Adventure in Atacama is that there's a flight attendant uh, named Mariela who is trying to find her missing mother, who's a biologist based in Mexico, working for the U.S. Navy. And while doing all of that, she will try to save the world from a language apocalypse. And you have to lead Mariela uh, into making the right choices to do that if you want, because you can decide not to do so. And that's the fun of it for me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's an adventure in and of itself, because here's what I love. Okay, geek out moment, fellow podcasters. Okay, <laughs> so this is an audible medium, guys. And a lot of people are doing that sort of supplemental video content and what have you. But let's just focus on the audible product for the sake of this conversation. For the sake of this conversation, one would think that an audible product is linear, that there's just like one way to do it. It's like voices, computing, absorbing into consumers, brains, output entertainment. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you guys, and I'm shouting you out now because you guys have taken this like linear or what one would consider a linear platform and have really add la added layers to it. Um, and now another layer for the listener, L for the L, is that they get to choose their own adventure type. Like this is action in an audible product. You know what I'm saying? And that to me is really fascinating. So I have to applaud you guys for the creativity. I want to hear more about your process. Now that our listeners are going to go and check out the podcast. And trust me, you guys, it's really, it's it's like, there's so many layers. Be prepared to be entertained. You might want to like think that you can like multitask while listening to Adventure in Atacama, <laughs> but I don't suggest it actually. <laughs> you need your brain. 
Um, and I love that. I love that about like comedy too, because, co- all right, well, we're going on tangents, but I really love a comedy <laughs> show performing and in the audience when you make the listener work a little, you know, or the audience yeah. work a little bit. Okay. Uh, where was I going? I want to shout you guys out for taking what I think some would consider a, a one dimensional platform and really making it multi-dimensional. So let's go back to the process. Here's the question. I know we had to get through a lot of bushes, but there's this, you know, the waterfalls <laughs> here. Okay. Um, For sure. I, I'm making many hiking references. I'm a new hiker. Okay. I'm a new <laughs> hiker, new hiker. So you'll, you're probably going to hear a lot of hiking references. Sorry. Okay. We made it to the waterfall. The question I'd like to hear about the process in this endeavor, in this multidimensional process where it's choose your own adventure. Talk to us about the writing and the creativity, the casting, and then also it's bilingual. Oh my God, you guys are so busy. Talk to us about the process, <laughs> you know, conceptualization to final product, please. Maru, do you want to take this one? <laughs> no, Lori, I think you're the one to take the bullet here because I want you to tell everyone why what? you wanted to do a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast in the first oh, yeah. place. Like, why do you came to us? <laughs> People who were like just working at Studio Chinta doing linear stuff like Rachel was saying and had like this hunch of making like, hey, let's make this actually interactive, you know, like what was like <laughs> yeah. the hunch there? I don't remember. I think I erased that part of the of the story. You for, forgot it. For my, <laughs> it was yeah, a lot of my work, mental so health and stuff. <laughs> She's, tell us. Tell okay. us. Um, I had a lot of. Um, love for the Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was growing up. And I wanted to create an interactive show. And I was thinking, okay, if we had to do one, what would it be like? And it was just a thought question, you know? And we started out this conversation, actually. I just put it as a question to the team. Like, what do you guys think if we were to do this, what would it sound like? And actually the entire process of the show was basically having a lot of conversations like that. So like, what would it, what would it, what is an adventure? Like, what are the elements of an adventure? Like, what makes, you know, Jumanji a great movie? Why is Indiana Jones great? What are the like elements? What is the formula that we need to kind of uncover if we wanted to do this? Um, and so I wanted to, to kind of play up also the fact that, um, a lot of fiction podcasts, you, you, they has this problem of like, okay, a fiction podcast, you're like, you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention so much that a lot of people don't end up listening because it's mm-hmm. it's like too much work for them, like mentally also like to take the space to be like sitting down and not doing anything else, doing, you know, listening to fiction. And so I was like, what, what if we made it their job? What if we made it important? <laughs> so I also wanted to kind of answer that challenge with this show because basically you can't do anything else. You really have to be paying attention because at the end, the narrator says, okay, now you have to pick, t- you have to choose. Now is the time to choose. And you can't. Test time. Were you yeah. paying attention? Pencils down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally. And so it's so much fun to do that. Cause it's like, I, I also like when I'm listening to shows like in, in fiction pro- projects that I really enjoy, it's always that kind of moment of like, you might be tuning out, but in a fiction podcast, if you tune out, it's you, you're lost. But if you have somebody telling you, okay, you, you know, you have to decide where this story goes, then there's like a really active point. And so we, we had those questions and then 
I told the team I wanted to do this as an experiment. And I said, you know, we're going to do it in English and Spanish and maybe Portuguese. We didn't end up making the Portuguese version. I'm very thankful. Not because... yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, Maru is very thankful because we ended up producing, what, 80, episodes, 80 pieces of content to produce and release in the same yeah. day because the show had to be released all at once for the pe gameplay to be possible. Because, like, you have to be able to, like, pick from episode one to episode, you know, Whatever yeah. the choice is, like, okay, you go to episode two or episode 13, like all the episodes have to be available at once. And like, it was a crazy, crazy, like colossal mm. project. And so slowly from being like, okay, I think we should do this as an experiment, guys. It went into this. <laughs> and, and Maru can talk about this because it snowballed. Basically, we were like, okay, no, we can make it like a really small show, like 25 episodes. And then it became 37 episodes. And then we said, oh, we're not going to make that many voices. And then it ended up becoming like a full cast. And oh, it's going to be bilingual kind of in the English. But then we like really, really went into the, like having it be like really Latino American um, on the English version. And the adaptation of it was like a completely different kind of comedy and everything. And we had to really work on the scripts as if it was a different show. Um, it just became a huge, huge project. And it's actually our biggest project ever. <laughs> and yeah. so so and when we started it, we didn't think that it was going to happen. And I'm so all. glad that Maru At basically all. stuck with me through the end of writing these scripts and working on these stories. And um, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I'll let her talk about that part because it became an avalanche at one point. And we were like, OK, we're just going to enjoy the snow and have a snowball fight at this point. Enjoy the, enjoy yeah. the snowfall. That's great. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. Let's snowboard over this. So the way we yeah. snowboard over that was that. Um, so Lori was talking about uh, the Choose Your Own Adventure books, right? So if you remember those books uh, from your childhood or whatever, you'll see that the Choose Your Own Adventure books uh, talk to the reader directly, like in the second person, you, you would say, right? So they tell you, uh, you are doing this action and you are facing this threat and you have to make this choice, whatever, whatever, right? Um, and there were some podcasts, especially in Spanish, that were dealing with this type of uh, interactivity that were choose that were using the same second person um, narrative structure, like to refer to the listener in that sense. And we wanted to go like, okay, let's do this differently. How do we do this differently? Oh, let's uh, talk like in the third person, right? Let's make actual characters in the show and make their listener in that sense choose for them, right? So it's, the listener is actually choosing, but he or she is not actually being the, the character of the show in that sense, uh, in the first place. Uh, but he or she is choosing for Mariela in this sense and Fernando, um, her father and so, yeah, other characters at some point. Uh, and that make the show the colossal thing that it is today. Because when you, when you start writing like in the second person, you don't have to explain, uh, all of like the details behind the character that you are going to be, you know, or maybe you can have the license of not explaining that basically, mm. but you, but we had to construct like the whole history uh, behind Mariela. Why is she a flight attendant? Why is she going to find her missing mother? Why is the mother missing in the first place? Why is she even interesting? Why is she even interested in finding her mother, which she has uh, like uh, not a, such a good relationship with and, when you put all those questions in, 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 the script, in the scripting process for a choose your own adventure <laughs> type of format, um, you are not only constructing the part of the interactivity and, and stuff, but you're building like a whole universe. And that universe has to be um, compelling for people. You have to find the right tone to it. You have to have a full show Bible for that, right? And 
yeah, that's the way, that, that's the thing we have uh, to snowboard over <laughs> most of the time, is that how do we make this story uh, an adventure story like Indiana Jones, like The Mummy, like Jumanji, like all of these uh, crazy uh, traveling adventure types of uh, of visual storytelling we have in our heads, but turn into a podcast and also make it interactive. And when we were sticking to that, to those challenges, um, yeah, we had, <laughs> we had, it was uh, hard. Of, yeah, it was hard. It was hard. Like we had, <laughs> we had lots of fun thinking about it, but um, also the show started to grow in ways uh, that it, it looked like a living thing in itself. And <laughs> that's why the, the casting was so important as well. I mean, uh, the difference between having a, like a second person, a narrator talking to you like in second person versus describing what's happening to se- to certain characters uh, doubles or triples like the amount of casting that you would have in a show like this. And mm. and when you are so excited about these types of stories and you also have to keep up with how this is affecting production, I think that was like the wildest part of it. And And, and we as a company learned everything we have to know about production now only from this fiction show. And Ochenta already has other fiction shows and other non-fiction shows as well. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was fun. You I forgot to mention what you Sorry? forgot to mention us actually watching the action movies as a team and like oh, analyzing yeah. Ooh, formulas. Oh, that sounds fun. Was there yeah, popcorn sure. involved? We Tell did a, more. Yes. a popcorn yes. night where we watched the oh mummy together. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. The mummy. Virtually. I love the mummy. Yeah, that's and we were like oh, Rachel what, Weiss, what is right? That 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 yeah, Rachel Weiss and um, what's his name? Um, Hadi McCatson. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan yeah. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. There you and go. Yeah. It was so good. It was it was really fun because all of us were coming at it from different memories <laughs> of this movie. And we all like when we immediately thought, okay, what's an adventure movie we want to emulate? Like, what is the formula we think will work? You know? And we all said the mummy. So we watched it together and we were like, okay, at the very beginning of this, there's this really amazing legend. Then there's the hero, and then there's her the love interest, and then there's the obstacles that happen to this love interest. There's the monster, the mummy. And so we basically used that formula to create the story about Takama. And then just the the we started with this legend and then we were like, okay, so if we have to have a monster, but we want to make this a comedy, what it could be a monster that emulates like something fun. And so we actually had a mood board that we had created for the show with like post-it notes, like on this like yeah. virtual mood board. Um, and we put the Alaskan bullworm from SpongeBob SquarePants as like a visual reference for our monster. Yeah, you forgot that. And we, 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 yeah, wrote, we wrote around that. We were like, okay, if the Alaskan bullworm was a monster <laughs> that like was going to save the world from this language apocalypse that we created, like, what would he talk like? I mean, how would he sound? And like, what would the voice be? And um, when we created like the whole casting thing, um, and like putting together all the, the cast in like both for Latin America and for US Latinx, Latinx. Um, it was really fun to like see how that could vary. And like even the narrator, the narrator is a fun fact about the narrator is that in Latin America, the Argentinian accent, and this I learned from the team, we're like, the, the Argentinian accent is like the British accent of Latin America. Yeah. So we're like, okay, so, so how could we make a, a narrator be like a Brit? in that language and then for the american version um we found somebody who sounded a little bit like Ro- like rogelio de la vega from uh, jane the virgin and oh, he was okay. the narrator for the for the english version so that we could always have like somebody who had still had that latinidad present but was also very fun to hear 
um, and familiar. So like that was that was also a big part of it. We wanted to make sure that this show, even though it's a completely like made up thing and like there's no lore behind it, we made up the whole story together. Um, it like it kind of reminds you of like the nostalgia of these amazing con like this amazing content that you grew up with, like the mummy, like yes. like Indiana Jones and like SpongeBob. <laughs> so, it's also yeah. a little like um, and I don't know if you guys will feel me on this. I I remember watching old movies like Radio Days, Woody Allen, movies like that and my dad would tell me about his radio days when he was a kid and listening to the stories of the likes of Orson Welles and the pranks that he played on the world. <laughs> and my father would tell me about this show. I can't remember the name, but him and my uncle Jerry, his brother, would rush to the radio to hear it was like Captain America. Maybe it was Captain America. It was some sort of superhero who would come across on the airwaves every week and they'd be in front of this old ass radio made of wood with their decoder rings waiting to decode whatever <laughs> Captain America would say on this radio show. Guys, <laughs> history repeats itself. We're right back there. But yeah. it's via podcasts. We are right back there. And people like you are populating the podcast airwaves with this interactive content. It's so nostalgic. It's so, but yet so, it's so 2022. And I'll tell you another parallel that I'm drawing as I'm hearing your lovely stories. I love stories of creation. I love when you, when creators come on this podcast and bring us under their creative tent, you know, and share those stories about the SpongeBob SquarePants, you know, villain on the freaking moon board. <laughs> That's so intimate. Thank you for sharing those details. The parallel that I've been drawing as I'm hearing your lovely stories is in my world, let's just say sketch comedy for a sec. In my sketch comedy world, I, I alluded to this earlier, but the jokes that come out of my mouth or like the people that I'm on stage with, those jokes are like built up stories. And we put the audience to work. And if you blink, if you go to the bathroom, if you reach for your cell phone, you know, think about the things that you may do while watching a show, you will miss it. And, and our intent in writing those jokes in these scripts were for you to play along every second, for mm. you to be in the audience with your decoder ring by the, the third beat. And, and decipher what's going to like, oh, I saw that coming or I didn't see that coming. I'm so glad that happened. OK, <laughs> this I love Adventures in Atacama also because you're putting them to work and then you're giving them 12 different journey endings. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So people got to do math up in here. People got to <laughs> do science. Oh, and let me tell something else that I really enjoyed. Don't worry, there's more interview and more questioning. But, you know, me, Rachel Aloka <laughs> likes to add her two cents. Um there's a lot of subtle comedy too. It's just sort of like written in there. Like, for example, when dad is on the plane and this is, I related to this because I once got yelled at over the intercom by the flight attendant on the PA system. <laughs> I feel like the flight attendants use the PA system for like to get at us. You know what I'm saying? Most of well, them are nice, but that was amazing. How I think she said something like, you know, uh, please clean up everything between passenger 35B and 35B. Like it was just <laughs> That was they actually me acting though, acting, acting Elena. Is it? No, Elisa, sorry. No, Elisa, that you're was actually, Elisa in that one. Yeah, that was actually me acting Elisa out in Spanish and in English. And so I think that's, a, that's like my best contribution to Adventure in Atacama is that joke, actually. Like that pause between 35B 
and 35B, I was like, Laurie, thanks for everything. I learned everything I had to do for comedy, like here, right now. Oh my you know? God. Maru, thanks you nailed it. Yo, you nailed you. it. The timing. And I felt like I, I've met this flight attendant before. I most certainly have. Um, okay. I also want to ask you about something else that I think you guys are doing super different and a la like Mensa type stuff. Like you really putting people's brains in motion with the supplemental stuff that's available. Crossword puzzles. Like tell everybody about what they can also get as a supplement if they go to the website. Uh, yeah, uh, we got an art book because we had so much fun putting together the characters and like really developing them in a visual way that we have an art book from our illustrator. We have crossword puzzles, we have word searches and and more info about the cast. We have an amazing cast. Um, I don't know. Am I forgetting something, Maru? I think that's everything. We have character <laughs> cards as well. Oh, character cards. We're yeah, like, like the Yu-Gi-Oh like cards. Yu-Gi-Oh cards for the characters. Yeah. Wow. Um, we also have, what else do we have? No, I think that's it. I think, I think the art book is the best thing we have out there, um, for extra content for, for everyone, because the process of also making the art for a Safata, um, it's all related <coughs> like to the legend behind why Mariela is like the chosen one and whatever, like to, um, try to, stop the language apocalypse right uh yeah. so i really I, I really enjoy the way podcasts can even if they are like an audible medium and i i, I really i really like to st always stick to the audio part of podcast if that makes sense you know yeah, but I, yeah. <laughs> but 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 i really enjoy the way it can be they can be extended uh to graphic and audiovisual resources as well like to expand like the whole worldview of it and the art book is a great great example of that because the artist with we worked with uh, who's called William Guevara he's an artist from Ecuador um he went uh with us through the whole process of um understanding the world building that we were doing and also um he interpreting like the whole personality of the characters uh, into the way he was drawing them and conceptualizing them and seeing that process for him as well it's delightful like to watch in the in yeah the it was super fun he was like so what is this character like are they snarky are they you know are they suspicious like should we put, putting them in with the red background or you know and we have a character it was a luchador like we had to create a character with a luchador mask and everything what does that look like and and it's super fun to like visually represent characters like that we have a character also who's like pitbull and the running joke is that everyone thinks that he looks like pitbull but he's a little <laughs> bit fatter you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's a little dumb um and so we wanted to make him goofy looking and like what would he wear we knew we knew what he was wearing like a hawaiian shirt because he's like perpetually on vacation and all these things um and and so that one was a, a really really fun part of it and also we have like a ton of extra stuff on social media we actually got on tiktok for this project it was our first all foray right. into doing tiktok like promotion of our show and we got all the actors to kind of introduce themselves as their as their as their characters and just you know join in on the fun that is really fun you guys, this is really exceptional. Congrats on all the work. I know some of uh, one of your podcasts was Webby Honored. Um, that's really huge. We celebrate the Webbies here at Latinos Out Loud also, having also been a former nominee. And I love how they are doing their part or or 
adding more effort to elevating the Latino voices that are doing yeah. tremendous in this space. And I would love for you to share with everyone how they can find Adventure in Atacama, as well as your other storytelling and wonderful podcasts under Studio Ochenta. So you can find uh, Adventure in Atacama on chooseyourpodcastadventure.com. Pretty simple. If you want to hear it in Spanish, you can find it also on chooseyourpodcastadventure slash es or español. And you can also find all the interactive content on our website, uh, all the extra stuff, all the art book and everything like that on ochentastudio.com slash adventure in Atacama. And you can follow us at Ochenta Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much, Maru Lombardo and Lori Martinez. One more time. Big up, big up. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Booyaka, booyaka. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> okay, I tried to do it again. Did it sound like three different people or no? I, no, I think I'm a little bit, yeah. Oh man, you guys, de corazón, congratulations. And also thank you for doing it for nuestra gente. You're really representing for us and in such a proud way. Uh, and also going beyond, just doing brilliant, brilliant work. And may that continue. I can't wait to see where Adventure in Atacama leads to. This is a movie, y'all. <laughs> this is... This is the mommy or like si one of those. Si Dios quiere, Dios. Are you listening, universe? This is a movie, guys. Congrats. Best of luck to, for everything. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. My pleasure to give you this much fun, really. <laughs> Thank you. So great. What did I tell you? I swear I will never steer you wrong. Listen, listeners, eloeleros, I will never steer you wrong. Te lo juro por mi madre, locos. Te lo juro por, I don't know, te lo juro por things that are sacred to me. Te lo juro por mi iPhone. That if you come to Latinos Out Loud, we will never steer you in the wrong direction. Are you not amazed at what these ladies at Studio Ochenta are doing? I'm truly amazed. I continue to be amazed. I can't wait to keep checking out um, Adventure in Atacama. So make sure you head to the website and all that bonus content too. crossword puzzles. Yo, they talk in my language like you don't understand, guys. OK, I like to confess on Latinos Out Loud. Um, here's another confession. My family and I love crossword puzzles. We do them together. My son's into them. My dad. I actually really love that my father, who just celebrated his 81st birthday, happy birthday, dad. I really love that he's into crossword puzzles and things that do keep the cogs moving. You know, you got to keep them rotating in the brain. You got to keep the brain juices flowing especially our senior citizen community. And I love that, you know, he's open to these games that we can play together. And I hope, and I'm trying, I'm going to continue to try. I am trying my hardest to get my father into podcasts because there's so many things that he loves that are covered within podcasting. Like there's specific and niche shows out there that I know he would love, but it's hard to convert people, right? It, it is. But we're getting there. We've, we're making some progress. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Big shout out to Lori and Maru over at Studio Ochenta. May they continue to bless us with this incredible, multi-layered, prismatic content that I adore so much. And it makes me miss performing live on stage a bit because like, I do the parallel in the interview. But 
There is nothing like feeling the connection live with an audience member after have told, after have been, how can I say this? After have performed, you know, or told the story through the three beats of a joke or the three beats of a sketch. You know, there's nothing like that connection between the audience member and the comedian on stage because it's like, wow, we got to this point together. We started the journey. I gave you all the meat to the dish. I gave you the ingredients to the dish. We put it in the pot together. And now we're going to enjoy this meal together as an audience member and comedian. And in the Studio Ochenta case, in, you know, the listener and piecing together of the adventure and them as content creators. So I really enjoy that connection. Um, and thanks for listening to this episode. I miss you, Jamie. I miss you, Frank. I will see you next week. And on that note, we out!